Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Newport Beach Film Festival podcast. I'm your host, Emiliana Sparza, and today I have two very special guests, the co-founders of the Newport Beach Film Festival. Greg and Todd, how are you both doing today? Doing well. Okay, wonderful. Let's just get started with pretty much telling me about yourselves and what you do here at the festival. Sure. So again, I'm Greg Schwank. I'm the CEO and co-founder of the festival. Uh, Grew up here in Newport Beach, uh, have very, very deep roots uh, in the community. When we uh, we started the festival 24 years ago, uh, and Todd and I really believed in in being able to create a festival that uh, would not only be a wonderful reflection of the rich storytellers from uh, Southern California and the diverse and inclusive um, uh, perspectives that they bring through the medium of film, but also one that our community would be especially proud of. Uh, so. 23 years ago, uh, we had our first festival and uh, it it didn't destroy us and really loved what we were able to do. And now we're starting to plot and plan for our 23rd annual festival coming up in October. Yeah, and I'm Todd Corderaro. I'm a co-founder with Greg and uh, vice president of uh, marketing and development. And uh, we... uh, yeah, when we met and started talking, we we're looking at our market in Orange County and saying it's 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 a shame that there isn't a, a, a strong film festival going on here in this market. And so we set out to change that. Uh, both being uh, local residents and brought up here in Orange County, um, we we really saw the need. And as Greg said, you know, three <laughs> twenty three years later, here we are as the largest uh, film festival in both L.A., Orange, and San Diego counties. So it's pretty pretty remarkable. Wow, that is really impressive. So. So when did the interest of the film festival arise? I know it started 24 years ago, but was there a specific moment for the both of you where it was just like, yes, this is exactly what we want to do? I think, uh, as Todd mentioned, there, especially, you know, two decades ago plus, uh, there was a a real uh, lack of uh, both quality film, but also especially quality international film uh, to service and engage with our communities here in Southern California. Uh, so if you're looking at the, you know, the Mexican and Mexican American community, the Chinese Chinese American community, the Korean Korean American community, and so on and so forth, all those communities were woefully underserved as far as the opportunity to see new quality film from their countries. And now with the, the, you know, the increase of things like Netflix and Amazon and other Hulu and a myriad of other streaming services and the opportunity and the acceptance, not only by their, their communities, but by a much broader community uh, of, of film affectionados, uh, people really love international film. And we've tapped into that. And I think our audience has come with us on that journey. So we're very excited that uh, we continue to, to meet one of our original mandates, which was to bring quality film to Southern California and exceed the expectation of our audience. And is there anything you wish you had known when you had first started? <laughs> I could answer that one. Uh, when we first started, Greg and I were really kind of going back and forth of, should we really do this? And and I think my famous line to Greg was, Greg, really, how, how hard is it? I mean, really, all we need to find some films and find some people to watch them. It can't be that difficult. Well, little did I know. Uh, thankfully, little did I know because um, probably back then I, I would have, wouldn't have been brave enough to um, go on this journey. But, um, you know, through the process, Greg and I have really been thrilled and, and proud of what we've accomplished. Um, 
it is a lot more work, uh, obviously, that the naive uh, person that I said to, to 23 years ago that uh, let's do this. But um, I, uh, I'm glad we did. Okay, wonderful. And what's one challenge that both of you faced? I think the biggest challenge is always financial. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's sort of everybody's challenge in, in events. Um, you know, when you start off an event, the, the sort of the industry standard for any event property is the first five years you don't make any money. And, um, and really trying to pull this festival together and keep it going for to get across the finish line for that first five-year mark to start putting some money into where we could, you know, we were thrilled uh, just the fact that the office we rented was incredibly small. It's actually, uh, you know, the listeners can't see this, but you know, it's just very, very small office like the one we're in right now, except this is one of many offices in our overall office space right now. But we were thrilled because there was uh, a copier left behind by the old tenant. And we're like, oh my gosh, we've scored. We got a free junky old copier that, we, that is just, just a, a thrill for us. So it's, it's really interesting um, to look back on, on uh, what was a, a highlight for us at that time versus now our, our great partnership with Rico and you know, our, our you know, beautiful uh, copy systems that we have here throughout the office. I think you know, what, what was nice and, and one of the things that uh, you know, gave us a great deal of hope was the really the steadfast commitment of uh, the city of Newport Beach and the city council of Newport Beach. Uh, they've been a founding sponsor since the start of the festival uh, and continue to support uh, the festival in its endeavors to, to bring a, a quality experience to our community uh, and really shine a spotlight on Newport Beach as a wonderful destination. And, and really, in addition to that, not, not just the city of Newport Beach, but really the whole community rallied around us. Um, we were so thrilled to see the support from, from everybody, from you know local area sponsors to visit Newport Beach, as well as the city and others, and, and even the community volunteers. You know, we have over 500 volunteers that come out and, gen, uh, and donate their time uh, to help make this happen. And so it really is a, a group effort to make this happen. And some of those volunteers uh, have been with us for 20 years. They come come back every year. Uh, some I've, I've found you know, even uh, take their vacation time to to help support the festival. So it is is definitely a deeply loved and beloved <clears throat> excuse me uh, experience, and uh, one that we're really proud of. Okay, great, great. Um, so, what are some of your favorite aspects of the festival? I can speak to that. Uh, my favorite is our, our youth film. Uh, I love watching the filmmakers that are uh, coming in that are young and, and sometimes shooting them on their iPhone and uh, finally getting the opportunity to see what they work so hard on on the big screen. Our, our filmmakers, 18 and under, and to see their family support, we have them fly over from all over the country. And it is such a moving experience to um, celebrate those young filmmakers that are uh, the next generation of, you know, Academy Award winners. So, yeah, that's that's my thrill. How about for you, Craig? Well, Todd, um, I look at it. There's a, a lot. I mean, there's we have amazing films, incredible parties. I mean, we are we are noted for our, our uh, socializing in Newport Beach, and uh, the festival does not disappoint at any level. Uh, mine is a little bit more um, behind the scenes and a little bit more personal, and that is. I would say every year at the festival, every year without exception, uh, I'll be talking with a filmmaker uh, or an industry uh, professional who's come out to Newport uh, to help screen their film or, or come out to see, maybe acquire a film. And they'll go, oh my gosh, I met my next DP 
director of photography at your festival. Or, gosh, you know, I'm directing my next film and I, I, I found a producer uh, at your festival. Or, wow, I've I, I been working on the screenplay and I'm, I'm now working with a team out of the film festival experience and we're producing our next show. So it's these kind of things where you're not, you're not necessarily going to see it at a party. You're not going to see it on the screen, but the, the professional and personal activities at the festival are really special and very unique. And, and again, it's not a one-off thing. I would say almost every year, we uh, we see that and I hear that and that's, it makes me incredibly proud that not only are we having this amazing event and you know incredible films, but we also have these opportunities and activities for people uh, to further their career and give them uh, you know access to individuals they wouldn't have had access to prior. That is so empowering. I'm sure a lot of young filmmakers listening would probably love to join this festival. Are there any important lessons that you've learned in this whole process of creating? the Newport Beach Film Festival? Work with good people, I think is A number one. Uh, we, I will say, uh, historically have been very blessed. Uh, the festival has been exceptionally fortunate to have incredible people who have stepped forward to give of their time and talent to make it a, a reality. I would say uh, absolutely, I'd echo that. And, and for people that have a similar passion, um, this is a passion project for all of us. This isn't something that's going to make you rich. This is something you've got to do it because you love it. And when people uh, share that same viewpoint, um, we're all going to have a, a success. So Absolutely. And what would you say is the ultimate goal of the festival? I, I mean, I, I would say we're, we're kind of there, you know, we're, 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 we hit our stride. Um, you know, we want to continue to grow and, and offer a, a diverse uh, array of film to our community. But, uh, you know, I'm really proud of where we're at right now. And uh, we want to continue and grow um, and, and uh, add quality film for the next 22 and 44 years and years after that, after I'm long gone and Greg's long gone. That's, I hope it continues. Let's hope we're still here <laughs> at a certain point. So obviously we're, we're all, you know, coming back after the pandemic. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm incredibly excited for the anticipation for the festival in the fall. Uh, and if you look at our numbers uh, in 2019, uh, at you know, kind of our high watermark, uh, at 60, almost 60,000 people attending and 300 plus films from 55 different countries, um, you know, you know, this this last year we we purposely kind of scaled back and made sure that things were safe. And even though we were able to host a festival, and we we're very proud of that. We made sure that this was a, an environment that people felt comfortable uh, in accessing. Well, I think for this next iteration of the festival, you know, so much of that will be in the rearview mirror, and we won't have to worry about any of those controls or cutbacks. And we really want to start building and building back uh, to a festival that. You know, has running at full capacity and and getting really wonderful, excited audiences out, um, and that's the that's one of the things that I think I also want to stress. We we often talk about the industry side of this because we do we do work with you know incredible uh, academy and guild members. We we have a rich uh, array of of people who come in uh, from the industry, uh, but we're really here for a, a community of people who love film. And if um, if someone's listening and they're going, oh my gosh, I'm not in the industry or I my life does not focus or re- revolve around 
around the film industry, but I do love movies, we're a great outlet for that. Anyone can participate with the Newport Beach Film Festival. Anyone can buy a ticket to not only one of our screenings, but one of our events. And we try to make everyone feel like a celebrity or a VIP. And uh, it makes me very proud when people come and they enjoy it. And I see them come back year after year. And these are people who are not in the industry, uh, but that really just love the festival and, and love what we're able to produce. Well, the interesting thing right now is uh, the fact that after the pandemic, you know, our festival traditionally was held in the spring. Um, now, uh, you know, uh, anchoring our festival in the heart of award season in the fall has really been a game changer for filmmakers. Um, there's a lot of filmmakers that are looking to uh, cut through and get noticed uh, by voters and others in the industry um, for award season and for Oscars and all. Um, and our festival has uh, really poised uh, to continue to uh, grow that opportunity uh, for those filmmakers. So um, that's, that's, that's a, a big change for us right now. Very nice. I'm excited to see what that new transition will bring for the Newport Beach Film Festival. Now let's talk about upcoming projects happening for the festival. Well, I can speak to one. Um, uh, speaking, it's actually just segueing off what I had just mentioned. Um, we do a Newport Beach Film Festival honors program where we honor sort of the best in our industry for the season, um, which gets a lot of uh, eyeballs on it for awards season and, and, and Guild and Academy voters. Um, in doing so, um, we're very thrilled it was filmed and it will be in an upcoming PBS special on PBS SoCal. Um, we are thrilled about that. Later, it'll be online on PBSSoCal.com or .org, excuse me. And um, people can look that up and, and watch it. But it is something that we're very proud of. So that's the project right now on my side of the business that I'm working on. And I know Greg is uh, active on submissions and some other things that are going on, some big initiatives we have with filmmakers. Yes. So obviously we just opened uh, uh, two months ago, three months ago, excuse me, uh, the uh, the call for entries for the Newport Beach Film Festival. So we're well underway in uh, recruiting a film uh, into the festival for our review and eventual placement. And then... Um, we're also starting to plot and plan uh, on our international spotlights and, and major events. Uh, I've been very fortunate for the last 20 years to be an adjunct faculty at Cal State Fullerton, and uh, the students uh, work with us uh, on the, the partnership building and uh, overall planning uh, of those major events. And so we've just embarked uh, on all of that. And, uh, yeah, we're just very excited that uh, we'll be back uh, again, in the fall and back uh, with a full uh, array of, of events and activities for people. And speaking of those array of uh, events and activities, um, we our, our festival is fun. I mean, it is fun. There are so many great events to go to. I mean, not only are you going to these great films that are premiering at our festival and getting an opportunity to meet cast and crew and Q&As, but... There's these great parties afterwards that actually are a signature of the Newport Beach Film Festival where we have, you know, uh, performances coming from, you know, top winners from America's Got Talent, from Broadway, from uh, American Idol, from all these different shows that are performing at our after parties, Cirque du Soleil and others. Um, you know, over 65 different restaurants um, showing off some of their best signature bites, uh, hosted bars by Tito's Vodka and Peroni Beer. I mean, there's just so much going on after that's not just film. So... As Greg had mentioned, you know, it's not just an industry insider thing. It's something for the whole entire community. And you can come out and see a great film and have a lot of fun afterwards. So um, that's something that I'm really proud of uh, that we've accomplished with the festival. And it really seems to have stuck with, uh, with our uh, attendees as well. 
And to build on that, if you were to take away the film side of the festival and look at the just the event side, we would be one of the largest events that take place here in Orange County, really in Southern California. And as far as just from a culinary perspective, so just like a food and, and restaurant perspective, um, we would be the largest sort of food and wine festival given the number of partners that we work with over eight days. There's no other culinary food or wine event that goes that long and works with the, the number of restaurants and, and, and food partners that we do. Yeah, the community gets a little bit of everything. Yeah, absolutely. And how would you define your success in your field? Still being here after 23 years. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. know, Todd mentioned you know the first five years of any business are incredibly difficult. Most businesses fail in those first five years, and not only did you know we have to come back, or not only when we found the festival where we you know we were, you know we were we didn't we had a strong business background, but we would never put anything together like this. You had immediately following the first year of the festival, you had the dot com bust of 2000. Uh, then you had uh, 9-11. Then you had uh, the uh, the mortgage crisis here in Orange County in Southern California, which precipitated the the Great Recession. So, so you've got you had less than in, in less than a decade you had a, a myriad of different things that were just devastating to any business, but especially a smaller nonprofit. And for the festival to to continue moving forward. You know, especially now after COVID, you know, we're exceptionally proud uh, of our entire team and, and all of our supporters and, and, and sponsors. But uh, I'm especially proud of the team that has, has through every adverse situation, uh, been able to, to rise to the occasion and uh, exceed expectations. You know, it's funny. I, I, I forgot all about those kicks in the gut that we got at this, the first uh, decade of our, our festival. And it's pretty remarkable. I did. I remember going through that now. It's, it's funny, I just put it in the back of my mind. But yeah, that is, that is pretty remarkable. Well, given that we've been through a lot in these past couple of years, what's something that has surprised you about the industry lately? I think just the, it's not really a surprise, but I, I'm excited to see the joy in everybody coming back to life. You know, everybody showing up at our festival last year was just so thrilled to be back. And to be back live and in person and just to have that continue to grow, that's, it's not necessarily a surprise because we, we sort of anticipated it, but it, it really uh, brought a lot of joy to see that, uh, that with everybody attending. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I, I think every, to Todd's point, everyone was so excited to be back in the theater. Everyone was excited to be back at our events and our parties. And uh, again, I, I'm, I am, Super excited for what we have planned already for October, uh, but I think this the the it's gonna it's gonna be a really incredible celebration and, and really get everyone engaged and and back to what we were doing before all of this. Yeah, the community really wants it, so um, we're, we're we're happy to plan and, and make it happen. That's really exciting. Well, to close off this little episode, what are three movies you recommend to the audience listening? I could I could say my three right now. Uh, my my favorite three current three films right now are uh, Coda, which is uh, streaming on uh, Apple TV Plus. Um, I Tick Tick Boom on Netflix, and uh, Red Rocket, uh, which is uh, coming out in uh, limited. It's in limited release, and I think it's going to be coming out on some streaming as well. So, um, Red Rocket actually st- stars Simon Rex, who just won the. Uh, Best Actor at the Independent Spirit Awards and also was our honoree in the fall for um, a Spotlight Award at our Newport Beach Film Festival Honors. So those are my three films. 
And my three, uh, big fan of Belfast, which premiered with us. Uh, love Belfast. Uh, and I would say uh, I really love Come On, Come On. Uh, I thought it was a beautiful, subtle, just gem of a film. Uh, and then I do love Worst Person in the World as far as uh, an international film, uh, though I, 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 I'm such a fan of the director for uh, The Hand of God. Uh, just beautiful, rich, rich filmmaking, um, all of which had great premieres with us and, and all of which are now available uh, on a multiple levels of streaming and, and uh, services out there. How about for you? What are your favorite three this year? Let's turn, turn, the, turn the tables on you. Let's see what you like. <laughs> I really enjoyed Don't Look Up. That, that was a good one. Yeah. Let's see. What else? Um, everything, Everywhere, All at Once. That is probably my favorite movie of this year so far. Um, but I can also give you my top two favorite movies. I love Edward Scissorhands, which came out years ago now. Um, and I really loved 2001 A Space Odyssey, which I feel is such a visually stunning film. But yeah, I'm always excited for... Um, new good movies and I feel like it's gonna keep us occupied in the next couple months well I think that's all the time we have for today this is a great first interview for the first episode of the Newport Beach Film Fest podcast well thanks for having us today yeah of course thank you for having and taking the time out of your busy schedules and thank you really thank you thank you take care be sure to tune in to the next episode wherever you listen to podcasts for more information from the Newport Beach Film Festival, follow us on all of our social media platforms and make sure to subscribe to our newsletter. See you next time.